I've got the like lawful good and then chaotic neutral and to start drinking. Yeah, that honestly though that I, that's kind of what I was thinking. And like, if you're drinking, like your healing powers are like less effective or something. <laughs> <laughs> so like that would. Stall modifier would be better. Uh, okay, um, we're, we are cool. live. <laughs> What'd you what? say? We are now live. Uh, oh, well, plus one modifier would be better. Uh, uh, <laughs> we are live. So. I get a plus one with, with the modifier to my half elf, and uh, you get a plus three um, intelligence modifier to your dwarf. Um, yeah, you yeah, yeah, want that? So yeah, no, like uh, thanks everyone for joining us. Uh, so today we, I, I, you know, James isn't here. He, um, for whatever reason, being the owner of the company, he decides that he's just going to randomly leave uh, and not tell me until you know weeks before when I should be planning things out. But um, <laughs> so today we brought back on, uh, you know, a recurring guest, Doctor Drew, and uh, a new sidekick, Hatman, to discuss how we're going <laughs> to uh, shake off this mortal coil and run away from our problems. Doctor Drew, would you like to introduce yourself? Yes, so my name is Drew. Um, I've been on here before. I'm an occupational therapist, and I've ran several marathons. I'm going to run my fourth here in October, and so I've got a good bit of experience training for longer distances um, and a little bit of experience for shorter distances. I was a sprinter in high school, um, so I have a little bit of experience with like short distance training, too, and weight training. Excellent, and, uh, and Cole... Uh... What do you what do you have uh what do, or hat man? I don't know. How do you want me to how do you want me to introduce you? Cole is fine. Um <laughs> Hi, my name's Cole. I'm an accountant by trade and know these two for a while from St. Ambrose. Uh, I don't know if I'm allowed to say that on there or not. <laughs> I don't think it matters because I've already trash talked St. Ambrose like a couple of times, so I think it's okay. <laughs> Alright. So I guess for run experience, I don't have too much. I ran like track two years in middle school, that's about it. I've only ran one 5K, and I'm currently training for a half marathon. So, definitely one of the more inexperienced of the group. Yeah, and uh, as uh, longtime fans of the show will know, that I used to run cross country in high school, <laughs> and I was considered doing it in college. And uh, I uh, had talks with the uh, coach over at uh, a certain state or a certain uh, university, rather, that uh, I was planning on attending, which may or may not be on Cole's hat. Uh, and I don't really want to out anyone just yet, but uh, we were talking, I was telling my times, I was like, yeah, you know, my fi my three miles, you know, 15, 18, and he was like, that's pretty good, and then it was like, my miles, 444, and he's like, eh, and then I was like, my two miles, 1008, and he's like, that's really bad, you'll never be good on the team. So then I, I come on the team, right, or not, I, I come to the school, rather, I don't I don't join the team, um, 
and I look at the times, like the 5K times of the people who joined, the seventh fastest runner was like 17.34, and I was like, you told me I wasn't going to make the team at 15.18, and you bring on this jump at 17.34. I was like, wow, all right, sounds good. But that, again, is just my life. And you know what, Cole? (laughs) You would have made it to the Olympics if it wasn't for his bum knee. Yeah, 100%, 100%. But uh, I think yeah, that, that NAIA championship's pretty good, man. It is. I mean, hey, it's a lot of extra time in my pocket. So, and I would have probably made a, a few more friends freshman year, but, you know, otherwise I wouldn't have met you guys. So that's totally fine. Yeah, I was going to say, what, what kind of friends would those be, Patrick? <laughs> probably, you know? I wouldn't still talk to them today. <laughs> like most of my other cross country <laughs> friends. <laughs> so, except oh. I do have actually a couple of friends that I still hang out with, but um, those people I hang out with are because of um, outside things other than cross country. Even though cross country is a great sport. Definitely mm-hmm. enjoyed it. Um, significantly better than football, just. But <laughs> well, I don't agree with that. But <laughs> but we can we can not make it a debate. We can talk about running. <laughs> we can agree to disagree here, Pat. Yeah. Well, Cole, I know and you I, like curling, so I'm not going to attack that sport just yet. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. I mean, curling. Mm. One of my most exciting moments in my life was watching uh, was watching the men's curling team win the uh, yeah. gold medal uh, when I was at Boozy's one night. Um, it was one of the most exciting moments of my life. That's definitely got to be a pretty exciting adventure. Not going. Oh, it was. Anytime we can take down those screen. Canadians, I that's know. a win for USA, baby. Oh, 100%. well, Canada is just like our hat, though. So, like, they're kind of part that's of us. Cool. Am I am I coming through just fine, guys? Can you guys hear me? Uh, yeah. I I my microphone you. was like three feet away, so I just wanted to make I'm just sure really good at reading lips. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> Sounds good. I believe it. I've got subtitles on, so I can oh, okay. Well, they're going to need it when they when they hear me speak because I can barely speak English as it is. Um, but so, Cole, how's your uh, how's your training going for for because uh, we you want to do a half marathon if, if I'm correct, and then you're going to do a five k with me, I think sometime. We have to still set that up, but that'll happen. <laughs> yeah, because the half marathon's coming up. I think in January is when I want to run it. Um, training's been going decent. Definitely learning a lot along the way and picking up little tips here and there and especially learning more about like the pre-work goes into it with what you put in your body, like the type of shoes you get and really try and track it better. I know that I've got a lot from you, Pat, on like what to do with like stretching out the ankles and just Mm -hmm. making sure you all limber before you go. And even now tracking runs on that app that you showed me too. So I I love tracking runs. I mean, it's, it's great because without other people that you're running with, you know, you, you kind of lose a sense of, am I doing better or not? But like, if you can see your runs week after week, I think, cause me and you are both on the, the thing. And I think if you look at my runs from like, even a month ago, I was on like 10 minute pace and now I'm sub eight. So just for the same distance or longer, which is always really nice to see. So Drew, you yeah, know, I'll see you. Oh, sorry. Well, no, go for it. Cole. Yeah. I'll see you on there. Like I'll see old Pat went on a run. Like, dang, I have to go on a run now. I'm like, I see <laughs> yeah, your pace. I'm like, I'm going to keep it up. <laughs> Well, because like you're you're also starting a little bit ahead of me, you know. You're you're going a little bit farther, a little bit faster. Uh, I'm only at like uh, one to four miles right now, and you're like five to eight. So yeah, yeah. I still need to increase my pace. Well, yeah, if you want to run a half marathon, yes. But still, I mean, hey, the the distance is important. Dude, for a half marathon, you're the distance is all that matters. Uh, I mean, the longer you get, the less the the speed that you run when you're training matters. Like I I, most of my runs are at a very low Mm -hmm. heart rate. Like, um, you have some dedicated workouts where you go above, 
um, where you're trying to really get that cardio benefit from it. But for the most part, you're just building like a aerobic base. Yeah. Um, and so like totally don't, I mean, like if, especially if you're training for your first half marathon, like you can, you can run really slow and don't feel bad about it. It's hard when you're comparing, cause do you guys use map my run? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, it's sponsored. <laughs> sponsored by Coors Light. When I used to use Matt My Run, and I would be the same thing because I would always compare myself to other people. Mm-hmm. But like after time, I figured out like I needed to do like what fit best into my training, and so like I use my 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 watch now, um, and that works pretty well for me. Um, and I also don't always have to bring my phone if I don't want to, so that's nice too. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I like running with music, and that's primarily why I have my phone with me, besides just obviously the tracking. Um, mm-hmm. I used to not track my gym workouts on Met My Run, and then Jess was like really getting on my ass about it, so I started doing that. And it's nice, though, because like, I, I write them down now, and I can see, oh, last week, you know, I was deadlifting 200, I should do at least 215. And then I'll be like, eh, I could do 225, no problem, and then I'll just go for it. Whereas before, I'd be like, I don't remember what I did last week, so 200, you know, kind of kind of deal. So it is nice to, to be able to track things, I think, just for self-improvement as well. But I definitely think shoes are super important. Uh, I think, Cole, you're saying this. Because, so when, when I first started running with James, he had these giant black shoes that weighed like five pounds. And it was ridiculous. He's like, yeah, we're going for a run. I'm like, in your, in your church shoes? Like, what is what is that on your feet? <laughs> And then when we went to Korea, we were uh, hiking up a mountain in, in Korea. And, um, like, I am I was wearing hiking boots. And, like, this is the first time I'd ever worn hiking boots. And they're really freaking heavy. They're really great. Like, they're excellent for traction. And it was really comfortable. But they're really freaking heavy. And I was like, wow, I'm going real slow. And I turn around. And it's me and, like, two other people in the guide. And, the, like, the other 20 people are and James are all the way scattered behind the thing. So only four of us were able, including the guide, only four of us were able to make it all the way to the top of this mountain before sunrise. So we were able to see the sunrise over the over the mountains, and like it's like really cool. Uh, highly recommended. There's pictures of me with giant pants uh, <laughs> on top of this mountain, but uh, it was really really great. Um, but yeah, shoes shoes are huge, and you got to replace them, you know, pretty pretty frequently too. Dude, why you hurt yourself? Why can I see James? <laughs> like running in like vans and skinny jeans uh i swear yeah i could totally see that mm-hmm. it's definitely uh definitely something i could i could see him doing uh, i mean just just the fact that like he doesn't understand okay if i strap weight to my feet it's gonna slow me down <laughs> you know <laughs> like you want pretty light shoes for the most part yeah. So, now, what kind of shoes do you guys have? Uh, I have Asics. Okay. I've well, Asics, I have Asics ISO like seventeen or something like that. Sorry. What is it? Just like Nike trainers, or like what kind of Nikes are they? I think it's like some type of Nike running shoe. I was oh. using one that I used to be on workout shoes for about four years, and the soles were just shot. I think that's oh, yeah. how I end up like kind of spraining my right ankle, just because I don't yeah. have any support on that. So now I've switched shoes, and I haven't had a problem since. Do you do yeah, I mean, exercises, Cole? Yeah, I've been doing those, okay. and definitely yeah, stretching out my legs and knees. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you guys about shoes, like, because 
they say you're supposed to replace your shoes every like 400 to 600 miles that you run. Yeah. But for me, that's like every four months, three, four months that I have to change my shoes. That's, that's not sustainable. Like that's way too expensive. And so like, I usually will kind of just have like a burner pair that I use for most of my training miles. And then I'll have like a good pair that I use on like long runs and my actual races. But my favorite shoes are Sauconies and uh, and Ons. I don't know if you've ever seen the Saucony. They're, they're Sauc- really expensive. Yeah, Sauconies are really nice. I used to use them before I switched to Asics. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of people like, like Asics. And also, um, Brooks has like a uh, healthcare worker discount too. Oh, that's nice. Um, I forgot about that. It's like 50% off or that's something really, crazy like really that. Good. <laughs> is yeah, that new so, because uh, of the pandemic or has that always been the case? No, they've always had it. Oh, wow. Um, so I might have to check them out more now because I used to use Brooks when I was a lot younger. But yeah, I thought you had to switch out your shoes every like thousand miles, not not just four hundred to six hundred. I'm pretty sure it's like four hundred to six hundred is what they recommend. But oh, okay. I mean, I, I definitely will use. I I probably almost use mine for like a year to yeah. be honest. And then I get I get new because I mean when you run marathons, like you can only run like one or two a year. Mm-hmm. Um, unless if you're trying to burn yourself out. I mean, some people can if you're like David Goggins or something, but... Uh, <laughs> or or, uh, but, or what's that guy's name? Something Chestnut? What, uh, Joey Chestnut? Yeah, Joey Chestnut. Joey, yeah. Joey oh, no, Chestnut. no, never mind. He, was a, he, was, he ate a bunch of hot dogs, my bad. <laughs> I was going to say, he doesn't run. He, <laughs> he, was was marathon. he was the marathon of his stomach. <laughs> that man's an American treasure. I wonder what type of shoes he wears. <laughs> he probably yeah. doesn't even wear shoes. Just wears hot dog buns. <laughs> He wears like the bags from the hot dog buns over his feet. Hey, so, you know, reuse, reduce, right? He's not. It's kind of recycle a little bit, but sorry, Drew, what were you saying? I was just gonna ask Cole, like, how many uh, like miles per week are you planning on hitting for like your training? Like at That's the top. A great question. Um, at the top, like I know that I talked to Colin Evers about this, and he's kind of mentioning that like once you get to ten miles on a half marathon, like you really don't need to do any more than that. Oh no, yeah. Because at that point, three miles is all willpower, mm-hmm. and so yeah. top training, I'll probably go a couple ten miles, but I'm not looking to go anything longer than eight. Like this will probably try to go like 24, 30 miles but, a week. But like how many a, a week? Uh, he said twenty four. He said twenty four to thirty miles, okay. right there. Then okay. yeah, no, I think that's good for a half marathon, like. Like, a half marathon is, I mean, we talked about this on the last running podcast, Patrick, but it's, like, a really good distance where you you don't, like, you still have your carbs mm-hmm. in your body, so, like, you can still run quickly and not feel like you're going to hit the wall the whole time, but it's also, like, a really challenging distance. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I think, I think you'll probably, I mean... You'll definitely, like, obviously it's not going to be fun, but I think you'll definitely, like, enjoy running a half marathon like more than you think you will um it's it won't experience. be as bad it's definitely an experience yeah so, like, I, it's I, definitely I've never run, as... like a legit half marathon but i've done mm-hmm. like long runs that are longer up to 15 miles it's yeah i'm sure you for a three mile run, so. <laughs> i'm sure you yeah patrick i'm sure in cross country and stuff you've done oh, pretty yeah. long runs yeah in the summer, uh, in the summer we put on a lot of mileage so. Yeah, yeah. Cole, he just he just stepped out the door one day and just said he was going to go for a yeah. three mile jog, and what do you know? He came back and it was what thirty five miles yeah, later. Like it's just... Yeah, it's pretty. <laughs> it's pretty He's got a trucker hat 
mountain, super long hair. You went to Maine, then you went <laughs> yeah. down to like Arizona. All the way across the country. It was crazy. And and, and then I just turned around and said, I, I think I'm going to go home now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done running. I'm done running. Uh, so, but, but, um, you know, I mean, it, I, I, like I was saying, I think last time, I think my favorite race I've ever run was probably a 5K. I just, yeah. Well, short, Patrick, Patrick, how many. How many miles per week are you wanting to hit for so, your... Right now, I'm oh. trying to hit 10, and okay. I have hit that once in the three uh, weeks that I've tried to hit it, just because, um, you know, I'll, like, work out, and then I'll be just, like, you know, a couple miles short, a couple miles short here, um, or, you know, I'd be traveling, or I actually slice open my thumb. Um, you can kind of see, like, there's um, scar tissue. Oh, yeah. So, like, that took me out for a couple of days, because I was like, well, okay, well, I don't want to physically exert myself because it was still bleeding all over the place so mm-hmm. it's just been like a really inopportune time right now to try to hit anything yeah i'm well, getting you... significantly better at, at at distance and i want to yeah. run in the morning again and i've been trying to trying to do that and been successful a lot less than i've been unsuccessful but you know it is what it is cold i can't lie about anything because cold knows i'd love to be like oh yeah no i'm trying to hit 25 30 miles and i'm being really good about it but cold be like BS, I saw you run two miles yesterday. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, really, though, Patrick, like, taking it slow, especially when you've been out of it for so long, yeah. like, is the right way to go because otherwise you'll hurt yourself. Mm-hmm. And I've, been, um, I, I've definitely been feeling a lot better since I've been incorporating some longer runs uh, into, mm-hmm. into my regimen. Like, I think I, was, I think I was peaking out right before I hurt myself, like, four to three and a half-ish. Uh, and then I would always put little notes and be like, I got the shit, so I just looked <laughs> So I'd explain to Jess what that was. She's like, what's prairie dogging? And I'm like, well, you see. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, let's let's turn this podcast into the real interesting topic. Let's talk about needing to shit while you're running. <laughs> it's so, it like, I, I don't know if you're joking about that, but, like, it is so bad. No, I'm serious. It's so no, bad. No, when you run marathon like, distances, what? you're very familiar with jumping into the woods. <laughs> Me, too. Are you, what's wrong with you guys' colons? <laughs> no, Cole, and it's not even, like, a common thing. Most of the time, if it happens to me... It, it's because I most often, like 90% of the time, run in the morning. And so you can't get your morning BM out of the way. <laughs> and then it hits you like halfway through your run, you know. Mm-hmm. And and if you're running for like an hour in the morning, like that's a long time. And so you're, you're it just gets you moving. But no, I mean, I... I've definitely had some really dicey experiences with that. <laughs> so with I've that actually one. got a great story uh, regarding a bear shitting in the woods. And uh, I, uh, <laughs> so uh, when I was uh, training, I think this was like my sophomore, junior year or something like that, um, for cross country, I, uh, we just got a comment that said, ah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but so when I was training, I actually showed up to practice late on accident, and my team had already gone out for a uh, a warm up mile. We'd always do a warm up mile, come back, stretch, do leg lifts and whatever, and then we'd go out for an actual run, uh, which made the actual run significantly better because you get over that first mile of trying to like get things moving, um, and oh, yeah. you're a little bit more loose. Um, regardless, I I was going out you know uh, to try to catch up to them on the first warm up mile, and I really had to take a dump, so I pulled over. And I went in the woods a little bit and got behind, like, a tree and started taking a shit. And then I heard footsteps, and I was like, fuck. And the whole girls' team just comes running back. 
<laughs> oh god! <laughs> taking a dump in the woods, and I just look over and I'm like, you know, like where you just freeze in like middle of poop coming out of my butt. I'm just and just like Did watching it go by. I don't think so. I didn't have my glasses uh, on because I didn't run with my glasses. Um, yeah. But then I was like, I was like, okay, I think I'm done. And you know, I like wipe, wipe, wipe with the tissues I had uh, because of course. Um, and uh, I'm like wait a second that wasn't the whole team and then sure enough five seconds later like the two stragglers come running by and i'm like thank god so i just turn around and head back so picture this in your mind you got scrawny 110 pounds soaking wet patrick teenager (laughs) taking a dump right in the middle of the woods and i bet you that whole girls team sees him as he walks by he doesn't have his glasses on so he's like he's like velma and scooby-doo and he's like and then as soon as they get past it, he goes, oh, thank God they didn't see me. And they all heard him say that. Probably <laughs> behind a tree, just like squatting in the middle of the path. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not even off, because I can't see, so I'm not even off the path. I'm literally just, I'm in like one of those gravel paths that come off of it. I'm just taking a dump in the middle of it, just framed perfectly in the trees. Uh, that'd be funny. So oh. I'm pretty sure I was well hidden, and I didn't. I asked Natalie, um, who was on the team, I'm like, "Hey, did you see me taking a shit in the woods?" And they're like, "She's like, no." I'm like, "Excellent." Uh-huh. <laughs> so the, I did not get. Thing... A, I did not catch a case that day. I have to say. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> the good thing... Tell people about it. Well, I like you know if they didn't see it, they didn't see it. You know, it's too bad. Yeah, the good thing for me is that I've never had it happen to me when I'm racing mm. or like actually an important run. It's always just like when I'm training, which is fine. It's, but it, it does make you, like, especially when you do, like, 20-plus mile, like, training runs, like, you have to plan your route around where there will be uh, <laughs> bathrooms, where there will be water fountains. Like, you have to think about all this stuff, because yeah. otherwise, like, you're going to be shit out of luck, yeah. literally. Um, uh, nice one, Drew. Especially, you know what is my biggest pet peeve is okay so on the illinois side of the river in the quad cities they would keep the restrooms on the the bike path open year round always open um on the iowa side they would close them presumably so homeless people don't sleep in there Mm -hmm. which i understand but um it's really freaking annoying when you're a runner because you there's nowhere to go to the bathroom and it's like you're you know, on right the river, like, there's so nowhere to hide, like, you have to just find the closest thing. McDonald's and run yeah. inside, and, like, that's the only thing you can do, <laughs> and it makes me really mad, I'm like, okay, I, like, just let the homeless person slip in here, sleep in here, I'll say hi to him as I pee next to him, yeah, I don't care, like, where like all the stuff is. <laughs> he's not hurting anybody, like, just let him enjoy himself, I don't care, but, um, yeah. That's one of my biggest pet peeves. Definitely having open open toilets is is very very helpful, and that's one of the things that I I, I love the Ankeny Pass out here, but mm-hmm. like, there's no place to to do your business, yeah. Unless you're just taking a dump in a cornfield, basically. Mm-hmm. So, which Look, I you know. know about that as as well as you guys know, I I've experienced in that field, but um, yeah, it's not it's not the worst. <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> 
<laughs> anyway, though, moving on from our this topic. Unless Cole has something to say. Fields are better than soybeans because soybeans you can't go squat and take a shit in it. You could, it might just look a little funny from now. <laughs> I'm fertilizing the field, boys. I'm out of here spreading nitrogen. I could I could totally see that. Hey daddy, what's that man doing over there? Pointing to Cole just squatting in the soybean field. Uh, in the soil composition, that's what I'm doing. That's what we call acid, dear. That man's on it. Uh, no, I think um, uh, my biggest issue when it comes to comes to running though is not necessarily like the shits, but it's more so <clears throat> I get really bad shin splints and, and t- calf tightness. It's gotten significantly better since I've started like stretching it out a lot more. But yeah. even when I was running in high school, I, I just had really bad shins. I was be icing them every single day. So I've got really yeah. strong calves now, you know, because all the micro fractures healing yeah. over, over the last five years. But, um, <laughs> you know, it's not super fun. Yeah, I've, 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 well, I mean, knock on wood, but I've had very few injuries or even like pains. But all the ones that I've had pretty much have come from my calves. And not shin splints, but just my calves. I have very, like, pretty thick calves for somebody, like, my size. Yeah, pretty yeah buddy. <laughs> and, but it's like a curse for a distance runner because they get so tight. Mm-hmm. They get so tight. And I have to stretch them out, like, all the time. I think that might but, be the problem is because uh, I didn't have the calf tightness and, like, the mm-hmm. calf, like, like, numbness that I get now when I was in high school. But mm-hmm. I've got bigger calves now because I've been doing like a lot of leg lifting, a lot yeah. of calf raising. So I'm thinking that that might might be a contributing factor. Yeah. So I still so want Cole, as big of calves as I want, though. I want to be huge. But <laughs> Cole, I was mad running half marathon. <laughs> I was thinking about this. So now, I mean, hitting hitting like 20 plus miles a week. Like, have you noticed like changes in like your physique? Like, do you feel slimmer and like? Because I feel like I feel like when you start hitting that point, you really start to notice some of those things, or it gets harder to. Yeah, because I went from like one sixty five, I'm down to one fifty five now, and like I'm struggling to keep the weight on because it's yeah. just I'm burning so much calories, so I'm trying to find ways to keep the calories on. Because I'm definitely one like I'm still one being in the gym three days a week, and then running when I'm not in the gym. Uh-huh. <laughs> so that's and like direct. Uh, I guess competition with one another with a little yeah, bit more you really lean need to get a surplus. That'll get you yeah. really toned though, still working out like that. Mm-hmm. I, I've been thinking about going back to the gym as like an adjunct to my running, but it's just hard because when you spend <laughs> as much time as it takes, it's like you're going to spend so much of your day working out. But Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's not, it's like there's significantly worse things you could do <laughs> rather than working out. Oh, well, well totally. You know, I could, I could just be. Yeah, I could just be drinking cores and talking to talking people on people Facebook, lying. but yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that would be a total waste of my time. Yeah, <laughs> but um, no, I mean, like, I kind of want to get back into the swing of like running a lot, but I also, you know, because for for me, it's more of like, um, like I want to look how I want to look in the sense of the, in the sense of like I don't want to look scrawny anymore. Like I want yeah. to get larger, and I want to get larger muscularly, not get like fat. Yeah, obviously. So, like, I want to go back to running, and I like it when I do run, um, you know, hitting the 10 miles a week. But it's like, I've worked so hard to put on this weight. And I actually have just, because I've started running again, I've lost 12 pounds in the last two months. So good, nice. That's good, Patrick. Yeah, I mean, it's great. I I feel definitely a lot less bloated and a lot, like, thinner, particularly around, like, my my midriff. But, 
you know, it's it's, yeah. it's better well, Patrick, there than elsewhere, I guess. Mitch, Patrick, we have like the total, it. we have like the total opposite experience because when I was in high school, I was like five eight, two hundred ten pound middle linebacker, like very big, strong weightlifter, loose beast. Yeah, and then like when I then when I went to college, it shifted to running and vegetarianism and now i'm like 150 pound like so like there's such a huge difference where you're the opposite you were really scrawny and now you're and now you want the the more uh built uh uh physique well it's it's, it's just like i don't like i was talking to jess about this the other day it's like i want to be bigger you know Mm -hmm. for for you know self-esteem and all that kind of stuff um and I'm actually gonna I'm gonna show a picture of me from when I was uh, when I was younger. I think if I can transition this, let me see. Uh... You know, I'll tell you the the biggest thing that helps with self esteem, where you don't have to worry as much about how you look, is having a long time girlfriend. Yes, yeah, true. <laughs> and you're just like, eh, it doesn't really matter as long as I'm healthy. I don't really care. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I can really pull this up, but because uh, I don't really want to mess with it too much. But um, yeah, I mean, and I obviously didn't have any long time long-term girlfriends in high school that um were good for my uh my mental health let's say <laughs> i don't want to talk too bad about them uh but you know it wasn't necessarily the the, the best the best thing hey, hey, we're supposed to be running away from our problems not talking about them <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's true it's true we're men we don't talk about our issues we just yeah let's with alcohol let's just leave it at that they were no jess Right. Yes. Well, one of them was named Jess, but there were no real Jess. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm Jessica. Do you know about this? Yes, Jessica, Jess knows she's second Jess, so that's fine. Patrick's Patrick's still working out some of his issues. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, just, I'm actually using Twitch as a, as a form of therapy, so hopefully you guys are okay with being brought in for that. Patrick, you know, it's basically the uh, millennial, Gen Z, whatever we are, version of just screaming into the empty yeah. void, you know, just Twitch streaming, <laughs> Twitch streaming by yourself, yeah. talking, to just talking to nobody, like, hey, I've got issues. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I mean, How does that make you feel? Uh, just completely worthless. But anyway, uh, <laughs> when, yeah. it comes, well, when it comes to running, though, it's like, I've, I've also noticed my mood has improved significantly. Yeah, I was just going to bring that up. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's... It definitely makes you feel a lot better to, to and I, I think it's not only, you know, the act of like being physically active and running and stuff, because I was doing that in the gym, but also just yeah. being outside more, you know? Yeah. Well, it's I think, vitamin D. yeah, it's a, com- it's a combination of things, I think, because you're, you're getting outside, which obviously has vitamin D and uh, there's tons of studies that just so being in green mm-hmm. spaces, like automatically boost your mood on that like green you know. was the first color that the human eye would be able to detect or something like that it's like we evolved oh, I to see green i, I don't know I don't and know. i heard that the second color was actually john deere green there <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh my god uh, but uh this is kind of pillar town cool get the hell out of here with your john green shit. <laughs> oh i didn't realize they shut down their uh we're on the moon plant here, in Peoria there a few years ago he's he's off you know, you know, don't don't bring it up, Cole. <laughs> don't bring it up. But uh, you know, this is the only Midwest things. You know, only. Oh, of course. Of course. Um, where we fight, we where we fight about which tractor company is the best. <laughs> you call Cat a tractor company? I call it a construction company. Yeah, it's well. You, know, you, you call you call Cat a tractor company? I call it an embarrassment. 
Hoskins. I call it. It's probably more of like a, a Earth Movement company. An Earth Movement. It sounds like, yeah. sounds like an Earth Day kind of thing. It's like, oh, it's Greenpeace, but in Tractor. Yeah. Man. Well, they're definitely not that. No, that's they're for definitely sure. not. <laughs> um, but uh, oh crap! What were we talking? Uh, oh we yeah, we're talking about being outside in nature. <laughs> yeah, with with well, with mood, with running too. There's um. There's this thing thing that's released when you you run called BDNF. It's uh, brain derived neurotropic factor. But basically, what it what it does is um, it increases the plasticity um, in your brain, so your the ability of your brain to change. And so, like people who have had brain injuries, strokes, things like that, running is extremely beneficial to them. So I think that, and I mean, this part isn't shown by research, but I think that like that aspect of running also helps with mood because it allows you to learn better to think more clearly um and it's one of those things where the actual just sensation of your your feet hitting the ground over and over again because it's a huge like impact every single time you when you're running because your whole body weight plus gravity plus a bunch of things are going into it um a lot of force a lot of force yeah yeah that your those neurons are being activated over and over and over again in your brain so it's really like getting you into that flow state um and i think that helps so i've actually got a little conspiracy theory here so <laughs> oh yeah this is what calls here for so so i'm 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 hype i'm thinking you know you're outside you feel you ask anybody okay do you feel better in one of these scenarios, running indoors on a treadmill, running indoors on an indoor track, running indoors on an elliptical, running outside on the street, or running through a forest. Okay. And everyone almost always will say, oh, running through a forest, 100%, if they do running a lot. And I think yeah. that I think that there is a symbiotic relationship between us and plants in such a way that, like, when we run, we're exhaling a lot of CO2, right? And then the uh -huh. plants are like, oh, that's a lot of plant food right on my front door. Like, imagine if someone just brought you Jimmy John's and was like, here, here you go. And you're just like, do I have to pay you? No, not at all. I'm just passing by. See ya. You know? <laughs> and like, and then they give us, you know, pretty fresh oxygen, you know? Mm -hmm. And like, so maybe there's like some kind of relationship going on there or, or some other chemicals are, are being exchanged necessarily with, with like the plants and stuff like that. So I'm thinking that the plants have a lot of effect on us. I mean, I think it Go ahead. Oh, go ahead, Drew. <laughs> oh, I was just gonna say. I, I was think like, it's not, I don't know what's going on here. As as direct of a relationship, but I think like evolutionarily, like just the basic idea of being in the the woods for mm -hmm. for that reason is why you feel that way when you're when you're being when you're outside. And I, I, I but I do think too that like the oxygen content, like when you are breathing fast, like in the woods, like. Mm -hmm. It does feel better. It feels like clear. It's more fresh. Uh, yeah, it like it does feel better, especially if you're in like in the shade, like in a nice shady like area. Like it feels really good um, when it's hot out. Um, whereas like when you're running through the city, it's not quite the same. Although sometimes running along the river, I would kind of feel the same way too. Yeah, I think it's like anytime you're in nature, um, I just I feel significantly better. Yeah, I mean, we are natural beings, so it's it's a natural uh, habitat is to be moving through through our environment for the most part. So yeah, we're called to go back to nature. Yeah, it's like I guess it's another one of my pet peeves is like when you're running down a trail and you get whiffs of like 
just like really bad smells and if you like breathe through your mouth and your nose (laughs) and then you're like just tasting that for like a quarter mile or something like man this absolutely sucks that's that's what i I totally agree with you it's the worst. You know, you're running past someone who's smoking a cigarette, and that shit stays with you for, like, you know, a couple hundred meters at least. You can Because it gets on your clothes, and you can smell it. And, like, I think oh, all yeah. of your senses are a little heightened, you know, when you're running. I mean, like you're a lot sharper. Wait, you, yeah, guys, like, you, guys, you guys don't puff off your vapes while you're no, running? No, no. I, I, you know, <laughs> vape Nick suck dick, right? But not while I'm running. One of my favorite, uh, one of my favorite images is, like, I'm pretty sure I... <laughs> I can't remember what the guy's name is, but there's there's some dude who who like was a really great runner like in the seventies who would like smoke cigarettes like oh, while he was running and would like they're built different, man. Yeah, and he would like he would like he would like drink Bush Light when he was running and that like, must be the secret. I think it's Bush Light. I think it's more. Speaking of that, we should we should do we should do a race where, um, or like a five k or I don't know something we like do a that. Beer mile. Yeah, well, that's what I was gonna say. Where you, it's it's basically like beer your cart, where you have a full, let's just say, sixteen ouncer, and you have to finish it before the end of the mile. And you can either chug it at the beginning, you can drink it throughout, you can do however. But so be there's like bars that hold them, like beer five k's. That like, yeah, you have to run a mile, chug a beer, and then keep on going. And I feel that the streets after that would just be disgusting because people would definitely throw up all the time. I, I'm familiar with a with a race that we used to do um, in in my high school. There was an eggnog mile, and basically you had four glasses. high school. Yeah, so uh, you had four glasses of eggnog that you had to drink every lap mm-hmm. for a mile, um, and with so, actual liquor. Yeah. Or no, 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 it was just, it was just eggnog. It was like not, it was oh. eggnog. It wasn't like, but not eggnog. It wasn't eggnog. It wasn't eggnog. We were talking about Batavia, Illinois. So, you <laughs> That's know, true. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I'm being, a, I'm being attacked by a, by a fluff monster. So I can't exactly see what's going on right now. I reg. He's a good, but it is interesting. Like the, the culture in the running community of with, with alcohol, like, after you finish your marathon, like you're all typically, you're always gonna have some type, sort of certificate to a beer garden or free beer or like, <laughs> like oh. everybody like in every. I mean, after every marathon that I've ran, after every half marathon, there's all, I've always had a beer. Like there's always beer available, like for free. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of interesting, That's like funny. free beer. Yeah. <laughs> And it does it does taste really good like after that, but you also like, oh, carbs and water. That's perfect. Well, I was gonna say like you also get like you feel tipsy after like oh, one drink if you just ran a marathon because especially me because I'm really bad at getting the right like ratio of hydration and salt and everything, and so like I'm like super dehydrated, and then you drink a beer and it's like head rush immediately. How do you how how like in depth do you go with like your 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 like setup like you you said salt and hydration like do you just like yeah. table salt to like make sure you're up there? Oh like, well, no, snorting salt pills. Yeah, no. I mean, I, I have taken I have taken salt pills before. Um, energy gels have uh, sodium and caffeine in them, and so I, it's been a balance because the first marathon I didn't do anything, and I like hit the wall so hard i mean i drink water obviously but like i I hit the wall so hard my second marathon was a trail marathon so 
uh, it was a lot longer because you can't obviously you can't run as fast on a trail, especially yeah. with all the hills and stuff. Yeah. And so I'm sure it was I, fun, Yeah. Oh, it was a lot of fun. I loved it. But I did a lot more. I took salt pills. I drank Gatorade. I drank water. I stopped at some of the aid stations and would eat like banana if I needed to. I did better that time. And then this last marathon that I ran, I figured it out a lot more where like I would drink a significant, decently significant amount of water like every 30 minutes. And then the next 30 minutes, I would eat a gel. Then after 30 minutes after that, I would drink more water. 30 minutes, I would drink, I would have another gel. And like that worked really well for me where I didn't like feel like I absolutely hit the wall where like, you guys probably haven't been there before because you haven't ran a marathon, yeah. but we're like where you literally feel like six miles left and you, like you, your legs like don't want to move and it's, it sucks. But yeah, so that's, it's, it's a really delicate balance. Like once you hit like right around like where you've ran before Patrick, like once you hit a little bit further than like 15 miles, you can really hit that point where it's like you have no carbs left in your entire body. For a lot of the 15 mile runs that I would do, we would actually have a stop point in the middle mm-hmm. because we'd end up like, like Nikwa Valley or something like that. Mm-hmm. So like, we'd be pretty I mean, cool. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Right, I think Cole knows. Um, Cole That's knows. pretty far away away. Yeah, we would be pretty, we're, well, you know, seven and a half miles away. Um, but like uh, under our own power, obviously through the trails, is uh, it's not super, not super fun. But uh, like at, like the way back is almost always better than the way there. But we would stop off at their high school. <laughs> we would go in there while, and it was so funny because you know we're a bunch of like you know 110 pound people uh, from varying heights of five two to six two, and so we're all super skinny. And we'd run in there, and the cheerleaders would be having practice, and he'd be like, "Hey girls, call me," and it's just a bunch <laughs> of nerds. And we'd run in and use their bathroom and then and then leave. Um, I could I could picture Patrick Patrick you dog just oh, going yeah, over there. Definitely one of the people that was 100 percent talking to women at that point. You you pegged me right away correctly. I am a lady killer extraordinaire. So they just can't hey, stop throwing you their said panties. You said two lies there that what? you would be talking to women. You'd actually use the bathroom. Just squat down in the middle of the uh, football yeah, field. Yeah, in the middle of the football hey, field. Hey. That's the difference between me sophomore year and me senior year. And I actually started talking to women instead of hiding from in the woods, and I actually took a shit in the building. <laughs> I learned. Wow, Patrick. development, Pat. I'm proud of you. you know, I'm you've doing re- my best. I'm doing my best. You've really grown up. That's that's the plan, at least. So, uh, before we close out, let's just uh, let's just go with uh, what our, what our favorite things are about running so far, or at least recently. So, Drew, why don't you uh, why don't you get us started? Um, I would say. A mixture of like the feeling you get after you do like a pretty good run or really any run where you just feel like yes I did something good today and like you can run off that high for a while that's nice and then also but also like a mixture of like sometimes and it only happens like a few times like a week if you run every day or like but it doesn't happen every run but like where you get into that feeling where you're really like in a rhythm and uh your breathing's coming easy your legs aren't hurting like it's like you're floating and that's i really enjoy that feeling it doesn't happen all the time not even most of the time but it is nice when it happens cole what do you think cole cole (laughs) sorry i didn't hear you the first time (laughs) hey cole what do you think bud 
God, is that you? Yeah. Um, so uh, I'm here I to talk to you about your car's extended warranty. <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> Joke's on you. I don't have a car. I just run everywhere now. Oh, <laughs> Got me on that one. Um, I think one of the cool things about running is that it gets you out. Like, I know that I hate treadmills. I don't know why. I just can't run on them. Oh, yeah. And so it really gets me out, like, in, like, some of the trails in and around, like, Davenport. And I know you're up in Cedar Falls and lived up there. There's, like, a really, couple of really good trails, like, getting around the parks. I think that that's one of the areas that I really enjoy, just, like, getting out seeing some of the areas that you don't see, like, if you're just driving on the main roads or some, you get a little bit off the beaten path. I know that, Drew, you've gone out west to a bunch of different state parks and paths. Sounds like you're going down to Ankeny as well. Or in Ankeny, you find a yeah. bunch of paths, too. And so I really enjoy that. And, like, yeah, the feeling of, like, after you complete a workout, like, kind of burning in your lungs, it's like, I just did something really good. Like, that's a really good feeling where you're, like, mm -hmm. I'm improving, getting healthier, and I guess all the above. Yeah, I mean, I definitely agree with you guys. I think that the, the best feeling is when you get back and you're just like, you know, like, even if you don't meet your target, you're just like, you know, that I did something today, you know, it, it feels great. You know, you get, you get a lot of, get a lot of boost there, but also think along the same lines, I would like to say a little bit more situational, but when you're running in the rain, it's so much better than running just in the sun, and particularly in the summer when it's like a warm drizzle, as opposed to like freezing rain that I've I had yeah. for some races and stuff. That's not fun. But like when you, when you get up in the morning and it's like misting out and you're just going, you know, it, it's it's a surreal experience. It feels like nothing else. Sounds like an Irish morning. Sounds like what? Sounds like an Irish morning. Oh yes, yeah, very much so. It's definitely an Irish morning. So, <laughs> but I think I think we've uh, I think we've given uh, given pretty decent amount of details on how to run away from our problems here. Oh yeah. So thanks thanks uh, for joining me today uh, for you guys for this uh, this uh, wonderful episode. Uh, make sure you if you're in the comments, like subscribe. Uh, to us on YouTube where we're just shooting up in subscriptions. We've gained like something like 25% over the last week. It's been great. Please keep liking. Please keep subscribing. If you're on Twitch and you have an Amazon Prime account, please consider linking your, your Prime account to Twitch so then you can give us a Prime sub that, that helps out the channel significantly uh, and at, at no cost to you. So without any further ado, thanks guys for, for being here today and uh, I will uh, catch you guys later. Cheers. Thanks for having us, Pat. Cheers. <laughs>